Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Hello, everyone. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> how's it going, guys? I think it's working now, huh? No? I hope it is. Yeah, I think it's working. Oops. What's up, guys? How's it going, everyone? How's life today? What's today? Wednesday? <laughs> it's already in the middle of the week, huh? We're going first. Leland? Hey, what's up? What's up, Leland? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. What's up, man? How's everything going? <laughs> you're looking like you're uh, hiding from the Blair Witch or something. How's everyone doing, huh? Everyone all right? I think I'm I'm doing better as far as uh like able to kind of go places, you know. Let's try to add Leland again. What's hey, up? Can Leland? you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you. What's up? Awesome, awesome. Hey, what's up, dude? Hey, man, how's it going? I, how's it? Hey. <laughs> it's going good. It's uh, it's awesome to see you. Yeah, same here. You, how you, everything all right? You feeling better? I know you said you were. You know, not yeah. Feeling, uh... I'm sick, but uh, I'm on like the getting better side of being sick. Hell yeah! No, it's always good to at least uh, feel better. It's terrible to feel worse while getting sick. So I know that feeling. Yeah, my yeah. wife got. Uh, she got. We're both sick, and she got the uh, worst of it. She's uh, <laughs> super sick. Women, women always get the worst of it. <laughs> How's her? But nah. Otherwise, like everything's all right. It's a good week. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, well, um, I got a. I wouldn't say laid off, but I got a put on like I don't know what to say. I do construction, and uh, we had to have to take a couple weeks off. Oh, well, that's uh, not good. Yeah, but it, it's okay because my wife works, so it's not like uh Okay. Well, that's good. Yeah. At least you have some sort of like backup. I know that feeling because I've like when I was uh, on, when I was put on like a disability for my one job and I wasn't sure like because you only get like a third of what you make 
or uh, or uh, two thirds of what you make. So I was worried about money for that, but I ended up getting this uh, other remote job. So I'm doing all right. But I know that feeling of uh, I don't know. It's it's scary. <laughs> but then again, everything scares me, you know. Yeah. Well, she's got a she's got a way better job than I I do. So it's like you know, it's not a even if I miss a few weeks, it's not going to affect us too much. That kind of that's thing. good. Oh, no, that's good yeah. then. But I'm sure uh, you'll find it uh, or you'll get back to work. I'm sure in no time. Right. Or find something. Yeah, else. it's just. Yeah, no, it's the same job. It's just uh, uh, the the next job we have doesn't start for a few weeks. So, OK, it's because uh, I work construction. So it's like, you know, they uh, it's, uh, uh, you know, like there's day there's weeks where like 10, 12 hour days, five days a week. Then they're like, you know, short days, short weeks, and then there's like, you know, lulls and everything like that. But, you know, with how much I make, you know, put it aside. It's, you know, it works. No, that's smart. And uh, no, I'm I'm glad you are like confident that, you know, you know, you'll get back on your feet or you'll you'll get that job back. Like, oh, no, it's just a little bit of time off. I'm sure you'll enjoy it, you know. (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah i have uh tons of yard work to do and i have uh dogs and cats so i've you know i don't get bored <laughs> that's cool no that's great no and uh where where are you from like uh like if you want to say like where where along the states oh originally um i grew up i was born and raised in virginia mm-hmm. um and then i met my wife uh Actually, I met my wife on uh, playing video games, uh, I, hmm. the game Overwatch. Yeah, um, yeah. I met her on the, I met her on there, and we just like connected, and one thing led to another, and I moved here to Georgia, where I live now, and then uh, we've been married for about uh, in October. We will be married for two years. That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I, uh, but I've been, I've lived here. Uh, it's going to five years. But yeah, we've been married for two years. Going on two, but yeah, that's good because I I don't know like I've always seen like um, marriage like I know I knew a lot of couples that I worked with that never cared to get married. They were just always together, and they were always like they had kids. They they bought houses together. They bought cars together, but they just never got married. And I, I don't know. It's just weird to me that. I mean, it's it's cool. It's just odd that y'all y'all are like married because I'm so used to like people just like doing everything else but the marriage part, you know, like just officially getting married. And, and the the cool thing is, is both of us don't want kids, so that's another awesome thing. Like we're married, we don't want kids. We have, you know, we do our own thing, have our own money, sleep no, in the- as late as we want when we want to. <laughs> I don't think you know. I'd want kids. I don't. I wouldn't want kids either. But that's just to not um keep this sickness in my head going on another lineage. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly what me and my wife we sat down and talked about that. Like both of us have you know uh, depression, this and that, and we're just like, do we really want to pass that on to another generation? <laughs> and we just yeah, we're just like, nah. Let's let's just let it die here. <laughs> That's exactly. I, I don't mean to say you know as, as dark it is because I do use the joke like that. Like I don't want to pass it on, but uh, yeah. <laughs> I have my but I have like my, my nieces, 
So I know, like, I guess my bloodline will live on if I really want to care that much. So I'm sure you maybe you have like other family or something that, you know, you the uh, name will live on the bloodline, you know, uh, unless my brother has kids. Uh, I doubt it. Um, I mean, I do have a, a nephew. My uh, wife has uh, I have a nephew and a niece from my wife side okay so but yeah unless my brother has kids it's it's we're pretty much (laughs) done with our (laughs) lineage (laughs) (laughs) well which i'm cool i mean i'm cool with my i mean you know my mom my mom's passed away so she won't she's not gonna care and my dad's at this point he's uh he's like eh whatever you know i'm jealous i wish my mom was was gone god she's just a a thorn in my fucking paw like really i feel and i I hope i don't know if you actually like you know you probably love your mom you care about her but like i feel like all my troubles would be lifted if my mother just like one day i'm gonna feel good and then hear that like she passed away i'm gonna be like oh my god the the curse is lifted like i'm great now i'm fine you know that's how i feel it's the opposite with me like i wish it was like my my dad would have my mom would still be alive and my dad would be the one that because yeah like okay well then i'm sorry that that that's the situation (laughs) oh no no it's totally fine like my mom's been passed away for about four or five years now so it's like you know it sucks i miss her every day but you know what are you gonna do no and yeah yeah you know and whatever you believe in whether it's like uh you know the souls live on or an afterlife or whatever i'm sure she's with you whatever you know you you however you care uh you know you you keep her memory alive you know yeah yeah totally like i'm a before she passed away i was like a hundred percent atheist like you couldn't tell me otherwise but once she passed away because she was like such a good person like she literally was one of those people like she was handicapped and was in a wheelchair but and but she never let that bother she would like give you her last twenty dollars to you know to help anyone like it, it didn't matter who you were yeah so she like, never she always put herself second never yeah never. yeah so if someone that passed away like had to go somewhere better than where she was yeah um so it turned me into i guess uh, it was agnostic so I, i'm at that point in my life so it's like i don't I don't know what exists, but if someone that good passed away, has to go somewhere better than, you know, where she was. She was in a lot of pain and had to take a lot of medicine and this and that. So, you know, no, I, she's I, in I a better like place. That. That's that's how I feel. You know, e- even if I'm wrong, even if it's not true, you know, it makes me feel better. Yeah, of course. No, I, I think I believe this the exact same way that there has to be like a, a maker of some sort, whether it's one god or two or three or four gods or whatever however you want to believe it there has to be someone higher a higher power you know like calling the shots and uh i i don't yeah i I could see that that there there are really good people in the world and they have to go somewhere like i think the the most wholesome person i can think of like in my head is like mr rogers maybe like you know as far as like a person that I don't think ever's done anything wrong. Like he, he, you know, everyone could speak to how good he was. And there's got to be like a, an afterlife, you know, where 
I don't know. It's it, but then again, like I feel like how our minds, the electricity in the brain stays alive. I feel like after even we fall asleep or we die, we got to kind of dream or something after that, and it has to be some form of a heaven or a hell or whatever you want to believe, you know. Yeah, it's like with a was you like energy, you it can't be created or destroyed. It's forever. It's just like you know, it passes on. I, I, I yeah, it's 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 always there. So it's like even if there isn't like a, I don't want to say quote unquote heaven or quote unquote hell or this or that. I I feel like good people go good places. Uh, if that makes sense, any sense? I don't yeah. know. It's just like no, the, I, I get you. I I, I do. The get good you. energy goes to good places. Yeah, and and, and I always and I always say, I guess me like there's there's good, like it's all about intention and too. You know, like I could do the wrong things for the right reasons and the right things for the wrong reasons, but I guess it is all like more about intention and. Uh, I, 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 like you said, like your mother, you know, you, you truly believe she's like a good person. She must be. I, I truly believe my mom is a bad person. You know, like oh, I'm not it, saying she's done bad things and and did things that probably weren't best for me in my childhood and everything like that. But like overall, she she was a good person. You know, it was a good person. Like n- not everyone is 100 percent good. You know? Yeah, like, there's always yeah. always bad things, but for the most part for what I saw growing up as a kid, she was a very good person, you know? Yeah. But she did things that I disagree with as a, you know, that I was an adult, but you know, yeah, what are you going to do now? I, I it's, think it's already happened. I think there's a good like uh ratio of, you know, uh, good to bad, you know, like where we just uh, see, I don't know, a, as a person we're we're weighted on that scale of character and, the good we do, the bad we do, the reasons why we did it. And, uh, you know, it's, I don't know. It, it's, it's hard to tell. Cause you don't know who's really judging us, you know, like, exactly. Like uh, who's, who, who's to say we, we didn't steal that money at a certain time, uh, for those right reasons. You know what I mean? I, I don't know. There's, there's, a <clears throat> it, it's just all about intention, the good and the bad, you know? But yeah, um, if there is a supreme being out there watching this, I don't think uh, stealing a candy bar is going to put you in, you know, yeah, in the negative yeah. column or, you know, <laughs> or something, you know, to that extent, it's going to put you in the negative column. Uh, no, I, like they say, you know, let me see if I get Ian right here and see how that adds to the stream. Let's, hey, Ian Hawk, welcome to the stream. Hello, everyone else. Welcome to the stream. How's everyone hey, doing? Hey, Ian. Hey guys, can you hear me? You're kind of muffled. Kind of muffled, or I think I'm muffled. Y'all able to hear me? Yeah, yeah, I can hear you a lot better. Yeah. No, nah, we're just talking about. We're talking about good and the good and evil <laughs> and everything, and how um, you know, like, of course, there's. I feel like in life, there's scales you weigh. Like, okay, your whole life, there's all the good you did, all the bad you did, but then there's also the intentions. 
Like I, I'm sure I've done bad things for what I thought were the right reasons or vice versa, you know, but uh, I was telling Leland how my mom's just pure evil. And I feel like the day she passes away, my body will feel like a great relief from all the anxiety and all that. Like she just has cursed me with all of that. But, uh, Leland was telling uh, how do you about feel him. about your dad? My dad? Yeah, how do you like? Are you in good terms with your dad? Has your dad passed away, or like? No, my dad's that... around, and he's he's a cool guy, but he's not a good dad. He he's like a real like someone I'd like to hang out with, and he's real funny, but he he hasn't really like taught me anything about like life. You know what I mean? As as a dad should, or he's not a good. Yeah, he's role like model, more of a buddy. Know? Yeah, he's like a uncle or something more or anything. Uh, but yeah, I don't know, uh, Ian, how like close you might be to your parents or how they, uh, affect you in your everyday life. Well, uh, my dad died in 2012, actually. Oh yeah. No, I'm, I'm sorry. I'd probably, I'd probably say Thank he was the, uh, the good in my life. Whereas my mom, I wouldn't necessarily call her like evil, but she goes through these moods where it's like, I was, I, she, she just destroys everything in her life. And then, and then all of a sudden it's good. And then oh, it gets really bad. And then it's good again. That's basically how it is. It's like a, what do you call it? Like a roller coaster? Because yeah. it's like up, down, up, down, up, down. Yeah, I know oh, that. my mic is low. I really don't know how to fix that. I don't have a mic, to be honest. Oh, no, like your your mom's life's like a roller coaster, not your mic. <laughs> oh, no, so sorry. I was looking at the the chat right here. Oh, okay. But, uh, yeah, yeah, my mom's, yeah, her emotions are a roller coaster. So just having to deal with her on a general basis is kind of stressful. But, I mean, it's overall I can deal with it. Oh, and you uh, take care, or at least you like you. I wouldn't say you handle your mom like you're you're with your mom. Oh uh, well, she actually lives in Galveston now. Okay, because yeah. I, I I don't deal with my mom at all. Like yeah, you know I, I, uh, I don't know. <laughs> my mom had like an episode at the beginning of February, and so we were gonna have her my daughter's birthday down in Galveston, and instead we. Uh, changed all we changed everything because this episode was so shocking to me that i had to like go no i, I i'm not going to come visit you for a week or two and then uh and so she got over the week she kept accusing me of, of random things and then finally she cornered me and my wife into going to like a chuck e cheese birthday near our town mm. yeah so she just made it all about herself. Your uh, yeah, daughter's... yeah, yeah. It was basically yeah. she, and then then the whole time it was how much can I, you know, buy the kids these tokens and all this other stuff. So yeah. she just wanted to prove how much she was like the best grandma in the yes, world. Yeah, yeah. She's trying to do a little bit of that, I guess. Yeah. My my great grandmother's in not in good health, and so it was good to see her. But in the, in the other, I was just like. Uh, I mean, I could do deal with not seeing my mom at this moment or not. Yeah, and I, and I hate the uh, concept that, like, I mean, I, I don't know if, you know, y'all y'all deal with it, but, like, and, and I'm sure y'all break, well, not, not you, Leland, because you don't plan to have kids, but, like, 
I would want to break the cycle and not pass these same like curses onto the next kin. You know, like I know with my nieces, I'm trying to like always be there for them, never let them down, never give them, show them like these weaknesses of emotion and that because then they're going to not not think that the parents are um like i don't know you know what i mean like because i feel yeah. like my parent my parents only cared about themselves and hey when was the last time you've been you've interacted with your mom do i haven't interacted with my mom and it's probably been a couple of years uh i know my do you, sister do you, live, do you live around her uh we live in the same town oh, but you just... my sister my sister deals with her more bitch because my sister wants to be um in her eyes a good person she wants to like try to ha- build this relationship with our parents that's how when, my, like, sister, my sister's the same way she she's in good contact with my mother yeah but but my mom still treats her like shit <laughs> and then my sister comes to me and is like oh you were right she did this. and I'm like i knew i you, a snake she's a snake a snake's a snake like it's gonna bite you but don't come to me whenever it does because i told you you know but I understand my sister wanting to have a relationship with our mother since our mother and you don't want my nieces to think, oh, you're you don't want to talk to your grandmother because she's an evil person, because then that's like, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like it, 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 it it's like uh, you're trying to build this perfect facade of a family, according to like a Hallmark movie that my sister wants while I'm here just trying to tell tell her why do you even deal with mom she's pure evil you know like just it's toxic just keep her out of your life and um that's how it is with me and my me and my brother with my dad he's uh my brother's like the golden child even though he's like screwed up so many times like so many times like he's the golden child and anything i do even though i'm like in my 30s late 30s now it's still like i still hear shit about it like uh and my brother's always like you should talk to dad more you should talk to dad more and i'm like but when i do it's just it's about himself or what i'm doing wrong so it's like why why would i waste time putting myself in that negative position yeah yeah it's it's just gonna affect you there's no positive outcome to this it's just going to affect you negatively like and, and what do you get out of it like and that's i feel like that's the same i have a, i do have a little brother i know the chat's asking if i have anyone else i have a younger brother who's like 28 or 26 i forget but right now he's with my mother and my mother's painting him to be like the golden child and i remember like i used to be the golden child uh, years ago because i would take care of my mother do everything she said this and that but then it got to a point where like it was literally affecting my life like i would try to like you know be with a girl or something and she'd be like oh you're gonna go spend time with her and not me and make me feel guilty about it or oh you're gonna spend money on this and not me and it was all about like being a mama's boy instead of me just living my life you know or or you're going to try to go to college? No, you need to, like, work and help us, help support me instead of bettering yourself, you know? And uh, but, uh, it, Is your mother um, 
uh, Mexican or a Latino? Is that is that what? Yeah, she is? she's Latino. Yeah, we're we're fully Latino. <laughs> uh, is is that? Do you think that's why? Because of like how uh, you know, like how Latino families are. It's all about like the family first I don't, and everything. I think that's a part of it. And then I I I, I would always accept it because my my grandpas were like hard workers and then my father was always working so i always thought well i need to work too like because that's just the i don't know the mexican way or whatever i guess uh but uh it's it got to a point where like i i was suffering like socially you know where i i would like care about my mom more than like my own social life and losing out on like other things you know and now here i am like 36 you know with so much anxiety i can't go anywhere when i wasted like these the i guess i don't know prime years of your life just like taking care of your mom when she should be taking care of you and it's not like she was what is what would you call it uh physically or mentally handicapped or anything she just didn't want to do anything you know she just wanted me to not live my life uh kind of like uh she had you as a i don't uh, like a a mini slave i guess you could say to take care of her yeah like the uh just the the good son you know like oh well he he's always here for me he's always there for me you know this and that he's never gonna leave me he needs me more than i need him blah 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 and but but she was like kind of crazy and evil like uh, I remember in, in our apartment, we sh- in the closet, she would have a bunch of candles, like those uh, ro- um, religious candles, and she'd have like 12 of them in the closet. And in an apartment, that's a very huge fire hazard to have like uh, 12 candles in your closet just uh, lit up, you know, not breathing because the closet's closed. And uh, she has them lit for different reasons, whether it's like, oh, this is going to help me get money. Or this is going to ruin your father's life because he's a piece of shit. You know, she was like, she wasn't good. And I knew it. She's not a good person, you know. Uh, (laughs) But I don't know, like, if y'all, you know, I I don't know. Like, it sounds like both of you have, all of you have parents, too, that I guess weren't really parents. They were, I don't know. They just gave birth to you. And then that was it, you know, like. Pretty much. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. One one and wanted to be a parent. The other one just thought that they wanted to be a parent. For me, yeah. anyway. And uh, so, Ian, you're you you were close to your father when he you said he passed away. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I, I was really close to my father. Uh, he was uh, in the oil field, and he one day he was driving. Uh, he used to pull like the salt water out of the top of tankards, and uh, just his truck broke down and flipped off a bridge. Oh, it's terrible. uh, Yeah. Yeah. It it was, it was pretty traumatic at the time. My, my little brother and sister, they took it pretty bad, but after all of that, I mean, everything, my mom pretty much, that's probably when she snapped and went a little like emotionally, you know, haywire, I would say. Yeah. And they were like, very close yeah yeah like our dad was like a like the center point of our family yeah yeah well no that's understandable i mean of course you don't want to see your mother 
uh, snap like that or like, you know, kind of something like that to happen. But to me, that's justifiable, I guess. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah to, to like lose um, if you lose like the love of your life or something, I feel like it is justifiable to kind of, you know, not not be all right. You know, it, uh, but but you should still want to like, I don't know, be be a mother be and be strong but i guess i could understand that like well yeah uh i was i was fairly i was six seven no i was i just turned 18 at the time so uh i was fairly older but my brother and sister were fairly younger so she took she took like the she took more to like being their mom which is understandable which is totally understandable and then me and her have just been up and up and downs for the past ten years. Yeah. No, I, I, and that's something I couldn't empathize with, like losing a parent, like that. You know what I mean? That's that's uh that's horrible. You know, and I, I'm, I mean, I'm glad you're making uh making it now at least. Well, you know, you're. I don't know if you're stronger from it, but at least you're holding together with your family, you know, and at least trying to keep your mom kind of in there and, you know, dealing yeah. with those struggles. Yeah. That's yeah. Right. Like I mean, to me, I, to me, I can like applaud you for that. Like that's cause you know, my, my mom just being crazy for the sake of her being crazy, you know, cause she like lost her job and like was embarrassed in the town we lived in or whatever, you know, it was all like a gossip. Uh, small town type uh thing that went down you know yeah yeah well it's kind of that was kind of like almost the opposite like my mom never had to work and so yeah. after my dad passed away she i mean she got some life insurance money but after that it was she had to like find a job and it was kind of it was kind of traumatic like real life-changing and traumatic yeah it's so shocking no, yeah for real no I, um, and what's up leland Oh, I was going to say, I don't even mean to like uh, try to, uh, my parents were divorced when my mother died. So um, when she happened, uh, she choked to death and suffocated. I was in multiple states away and I'm the one that had to, uh, because I was the oldest person. I was her uh, next of kin because they were divorced. I'm the one that had to... uh, Say it was okay to pull the plug. That's that's tough. Yeah, yeah. It, it it was it's. I feel guilty for it, but she always told us as a kid, if that ever happened to her because she was handicapped and she had lots of medical problems, that um, she uh, always told us if anything happened to her, pull the plug, like. So that's what I had to do, you know, you know, so I uh, totally understand, Ian, like how, you know, losing your dad like that so abruptly, like, you know, how they can like mess with you and stuff. I like I was in my uh, in my 30s when it happened. So it, it wasn't that young, but like it still affects me. So I can understand losing a parent that you like. Oh, I think yeah, love any, I don't think at any age to, it really changes. Yeah, it, you just love it. It's like every day I'm just like, you know, you wish you could talk to him, you know, like you're just like, hey, 
you just wish you could be like, hey, how are you doing? Like, I, like that's like, if I could give anything, like people are like, oh, if, if you could have like a million dollars or this or that and everything like that, I'm like, no, I would just be like, hey, can I talk to my mom for one day? Type thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, 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 I definitely get that. And uh, RGZ Mac, he says that's really weird, but I mean, if you're put in a situation where you know a, a parent or a loved one's in such like a, a dire need, I mean, where de- death is better than what they're in, you, you always have to respect their wishes. I, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I, I like. I I didn't want to. It's like it's like no, I'm not going to. But it's just like. When you've been, you know, it, it, it's a weird when you're like, I, I don't know, like as, as a kid, death was a, a big thing in my life because so many different, you know, people died when I was so much younger that it's like, it always was like stuck in my head. And, and that was one of the things with her. She was just like, I, I don't want to be a burden to anyone type thing. No, I, 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 I that's how I feel, right? Well, with my anxiety and all that, I feel like a burden. And that's how I feel the same way. Like I would want to not burden like my nieces. Like, like if I become this sort of, I wouldn't say like vegetable or anything, but like a person that slows down their lives, like my niece, it's like, no, like I don't want to burden you. I want you have your lives. You need to live. Like, I don't want you to, uh you know think of me like that you know what i mean that i don't want my last memories of her and i or whatever to be where i'm just a burden and she has to come like help me do this or do that uh but i know like as far as uh losing someone like i really love i was really i loved my grandparents on my mother's side and i remember finding my grandmother passed away when i was young uh like i went to go like wake them up for the morning and uh like i always do like at their house uh you know uh it was like next door we lived next door to them and i found my grandmother like you know they're asleep i said she was asleep but with her eyes open and my mom's like oh you know and came over there and i guess it was just like that time you know uh but yeah i i just i know that feeling as far as the empathy of like being close to like my grandparents <clears throat> but I can't imagine losing like, you know, you and your uh, father at a point where, you know, it shouldn't have happened. Um, and then like Leland, you know, you, you actually cared about your mother and uh, losing her. I, I can't like, you know what I mean? It's, it's yeah. hard for me to, um, I guess, com- compute. Grand- you said, are your grandparents still around? No, no, no. Uh-huh. They They pass. But yeah, I was like. It's and it's because my parents worked a lot, so we always like had we had like okay money. Uh, it's that's why my grandparents were always taking care of me. And then I was the first son, and in the in a Mexican family, the the first son is like the a big deal. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, yeah, because yeah, we had like, uh huh. Oh, sorry, no, no, you're good. No, I I had like an older sister, but whenever I was born, the first son, it was like, oh shoot, he's you know gonna pass on the 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 last name and everything, you know, and uh, I was a big deal, so I was always like spoiled by my grandparents. So like I was close to them. I was never really close to my parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So my, like my, my great grandmother is still alive on my mom's side, and uh, and my grandma, and I was like the, I'm like the the first son on, like, they've been there's been like so many daughters you know in this line that I was like the first son born first, and uh-huh. so they they always make a, a a big deal about that every time I see her. It's just one thing she always she always points out. Yeah, it's weird that that the first. Well, I guess because you're supposed to pass on the name or something. Yeah. The, the first son born, and uh, yeah, I'm not planning on doing that. <laughs> my my nieces are my sister. You know, gave birth to two nieces, so I'm happy with that. I, I know uh, I, I've I've got a daughter, so there's no name passing on this on this end. I don't know. I think uh, well, I have a niece, not a daughter niece, but I think girls are just easier. That that I, I think it'd be hard to be a boy in this world that's coming now like this this new world order of uh you know uh, oh i totally agree with that yeah. you know what i mean it, it, yeah especially if you're a white oh you know a white guy you know that's definitely like yeah the biggest downfall if you're a colored uh female and you're born into this world like you're already like three steps ahead of everyone to where like i, I would hate to have a a son that's white complected or something, you know, <laughs> it, it would make the world so, so much harder on him, you know? Uh, it's like, but, even if they are a good person, it's just the, you know, what's the, you know, the stereotypes that, you know, white dudes yeah. get nowadays. Well, the, that's what the news is beating into you, you know, like it's the news or uh, cartoons or, you know, making everyone else out to be the heroes, you know? And it's just like, I don't know. I don't know how it is to be a kid nowadays with all this shit going on, let alone like, uh, you know, all of us not really having parents to look up to, you know, like you're you're, because we're still young. All of us. Right. I'm in my 30s. I know you're Leland. We're saying you're in your 30s. I'm 36. Like we're still young. We could still use some advice from fucking elders. and you know we just are getting it we're kind of like having to learn from our mistakes or from their mistakes then actually be told what to do or how to do it you know and it's just like man like i don't know thank god for youtube i guess to teach you how to tie a tie <laughs> or, or fucking you know how, how to. I, I have to look it up every single time i i know like thank I, my dad never fucking taught me how to tie a tie I had to look up YouTube to learn how to change a lawnmower belt. And uh, if it wasn't for YouTube, I would have had spent like, I don't know, a couple hundred dollars to have someone do it for me. Yeah. It's, it's crazy to think like, it's, you know, thank, thank it for that. But it's just like, you know, that's kind of why you have your parents there. And even if it's like in my situation where they just, uh, don't want to be there or you know unfortunately in ian's where like you know you lose someone uh too soon way too soon or or leland you know where you lose someone as well it's just like like i don't know why why even become a parent if you're not gonna be a parent you know what i mean i don't know it, it's it's weird just <laughs> the, the world you know i didn't mean for uh the therapy time here to get so you know uh <laughs> down on the dumps 
but yeah i i know i was just here talking about my mom and how like yeah i, I just cannot she's just pure toxic pure evil you know um but that's the way she lives that's the way she wants to live i guess you know uh yeah what about you ian do you believe in like uh afterlife or any of that oh um i mean probably maybe something like that yeah uh my wife is religious i'm kind of more of like spiritual i would say i wouldn't say religious but uh i mean yeah uh i don't really i don't really delve much into into it really yeah 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 of course there are way other things to think about other than like what's after you know yeah worried about more what's during or what's before but yeah i know um yeah spiritually i just think there has to be a maker someone uh, higher up andrew sabilo uh you can't if you're a good father figure i'll i'll accept you (laughs) i do have that complex where like i look for men in power and i'm just like teach me Mm. i need the knowledge (laughs) my um i my sister's like that she's she's always looking for mother figures and then i've noticed that like I think I I like um like women with deep voices, like like my mom had a deep voice, and so I'm like always after like a woman with a deep voice, you know. See, my mom didn't have a deep voice, but I know exactly what you mean about women with deep voices because my wife want, my wife has one, and like I love I love women with deep voices. Yeah, that, yeah, like, that raspy like smoky voice. Yes, exactly. Like the the one oh, at the yeah. the woman at the diner that's like, you want more uh, hot butter with your hotcakes or something like that, you know? Yeah, no, I I'm always looking at for a a woman like that, and I think that's like the curse my mother you know put on me or something as well. <laughs> but, you're looking you're you're looking for a, a Waffle House waitress? Yeah, probably. The, that that one, yeah. One more, but one more butter with your hotcakes there, hun. You know, I. Uh, <laughs> but but no, nah, I think I'm I'm looking. I would be looking more for like a Mexican uh woman too. You know, like as far as uh, like I may I like I don't know if you when you listen to like what I talk about. I I like an Asian woman, but I want to be with a Mexican. It's like 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 you I like don't know. that Latina flair. Yeah, it's it's like you want a vacation somewhere, but you want to live somewhere else, you know, like, <laughs> you know, so it's I was like, yeah, I'd rather uh, have fun with an Asian, but then live a life with a, a Mexican, you know, and um, women, for women sure. love to cook. They oh, cook yeah. Very, they cook very good. And they, they, they'll learn to cook a lot of things, too. Yeah, I, I've seen. Yeah. Where they don't just. Uh, go for Mexican, even though that's like what they're really good at. They'll venture out and try like Thai, make make anything spicy. They'll try to make, you know. Yeah, I, I work at a, a smoking plant for meats, and it's basically all Hispanic. And there's like occasion, like I'm like one of like five white guys that work there. And so the Hispanic women, they all they'll if we we pay to pull in, and they'll they make our lunches for us. yeah no but uh i know right now i'm just working 
remote with a tech company, you know, just tech support. Uh, I'm still technically working at the grocery store, but I don't know if I'll go back uh, if I start feeling better. Uh, I know I had therapy earlier today and I'm kind of worried because here in Texas, you have to now meet with your doctor at least once one time before you can get prescribed certain medications those controlled substances yeah and uh i can't go yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I haven't left my house well i left my house like to go d- down to the corner store but i haven't traveled further than like 20 miles in like six years like how I, far I've is your been... doctor he lives in austin <laughs> so he's like oh he, he's like 70 uh, yeah, yeah, yeah he, he's like 70 miles away and it's like that that's yeah that's across the you're, world you're just you're just not in the in the option to just look for someone else or i can look yeah i'm thinking of looking for someone else if that's the way but still like if the if it's like the rule that i have to meet in a doctor's office i, I don't know where because the furthest i've gone in the last six years is probably as far as the Home Depot that I live by, so that's probably like 20, 20 minutes away. Like I haven't gone further than that in six years, you know. Mm. So I haven't gone anywhere. Like it's all, I guess it's called agoraphobia, where you don't like you leave your house. I mean, I do leave my house, but I um, can only do go you have so to like. Far. Do you have to like prep yourself up? Because that's how I have to do it. It's like I have to like. It's like a big event just to like go to the grocery store. I have to like yeah. pump myself up, be like, all right, we're gonna do this. We're gonna go to the grocery store. We're gonna get what we need to get. And I, I prep I'm not everything. gonna let anything stop. I, yeah. I make sure like here's my whole list, here's my game plan on like where it's the least amount of time spent. So I'm like uh efficiency. It's all about efficiency. Like this aisle's here, I grab all this. Yeah. Grab all this, and you, grab all this. And you figure out which time the least amount of people are going to be there. So you yeah. can just get in and out. Yeah. yeah. I'm in the exact same way. Like, yeah. And I don't know if you people want to call that OCD or whatever, because uh, I don't want to add on to my list of what's wrong with me. But, <laughs> but, but yeah, it's like like I, I consider like a grocery store run or something like that uh, a big like event. And then I hate it because my sister will always call me when I while I'm shopping. Oh, hey, can you grab this? And it fucks everything up. Like now my whole plan is like screwed up. I'm like, I had my plan. You're calling me. You knew I was like you knew I already knew I was going to shop and you're throwing a wrench in my plans. Now I have to completely change my route, you know, and it's just I don't know. It's a a lot of things mess with me nowadays. The worst for me is after you get done with that planning and then you run into someone at Walmart because you can't just leave and go at 1 or 2 a.m. Because that's what I used to like to do uh-huh. is, is go when, you know, they were open all night. But uh, now you have to run into people and have conversations and, and act friendly and yeah, put, and uh. put on a smile for people just for a little bit. And you can't tell them like the darkest things like this, like no, oh no, I'm I'm be- <laughs> you, you can't say I'm suffering terribly with my mental uh anguish and anxiety. No, I'm terribly having problems. No. 
and yeah, everyone's like, "Oh, everything's here. great." I'm having some groceries. Um, yeah, everything's great. Yeah. It's doing great. Yeah, Have you guys ever left a full cart in the store because you were so bad you had to just leave? I've done oh, that I've with like a, that I've done that with a hand basket, not with a full cart, because like when I worked at the grocery store, um, you know, I would work like five days a week, so I could do small uh runs of groceries instead of just shopping one time for the week like families typically do or one time for the month i i work there five days a week so i could shop oh i'll just grab this i'll grab this for two meals and then shop for another two days and then shop for another two days you know the only problem with that is that every day my my sister would want something like oh oh grab that oh grab that oh grab that it's like dude i don't want to shop like today i just shopped yesterday and then you're going to probably have me shop tomorrow so how am i going to shop today but um yeah if we don't it, do groceries it's we're almost at walmart every day which is a hassle like if yeah. you don't do groceries at, on sunday you're we're making a daily trip that's just a pain it's a pain I, and yeah and and, and, I, and I would it would be a pain for me and i was already there because i was working there you know yeah let, let alone for someone who's is, is that the grocery store you're saying you're not going to walmart right now how, how are they uh how are they not docking you or anything you you're just on a Right now I'm on a long-term uh, disability, okay, and I'm not getting paid from them, but I have that other job I'm I'm, I'm in right now, my remote job that's full time. Yeah. Luck, luckily, I got it, so I'm able to like make money. But technically, I still do work there. I've just uh, yeah, um, just a long-term uh, what what would you call it? Like when you're away, you know, like a long-term yeah, away. Just a week. I would call a leave. Yeah, a leave of absence. Like a furlough? Yeah, like a leave of absence. And I have until maybe July. And I want to stay there because I've been there that with that company for almost 11 years. Uh, and I, I love it, you know. I just don't love the people that they rec- had recently hired. But uh, a lot of stuff messed me up so bad that I can't even, like, be there and commit to working you know like i know what messed me up the most was like the fact that like because i worked at home depot and that grocery store job and both of my jobs started telling me well hey you can't work these hours you can only work we have to have you work multiple different types of shifts and then my other job was telling me oh you have to work multiple types of shifts when for the last six years i've been working all mornings at H or HB, yeah, at HB the grocery store, and then all nights at Home Depot. So both of them are telling me, "Well, you either pick one or the other," and so that messed me up because that's my financial like yeah. life. And then also, um, I don't know if y'all heard of that shooting that happened in Uvalde, Texas, uh, but like I'm from there. I live, yeah, I live in Texas. So. Yeah, I'm from Uvalde, so that shooting like really messed me up too. Because one of my buddies that I grew up with lost like his daughter, and you start like thinking in your head, well, what, what if this, what if that, what if it was my niece, da da da, and like uh, those two combination, those things, uh, really like brought me all the way back down to where like I couldn't even go to work. I couldn't, I could barely be here in my own home without feeling like anxious afraid and uh just depressed you know uh 
RGZ Mac, why did you need two jobs? Uh, you need two jobs to almost get by anywhere. Here. <laughs> Is that did someone ask that? Why did I need two yeah, jobs? It's they they both pay minimum yeah. wage. Home, Home Depot and HEB both pay minimum wage. Yeah, well, well, if it, nice retail. If it wasn't for my wife having a job and me having a job. One of us would be working two jobs as well. Exactly. Yeah, if, 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 if I would be playing, I would be eighty hours at a plant right now. Instead, my wife's working as well. It's just how you have to get by. You know, and I don't even mean that to sound like like insulting to him. I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot. There are some places where you don't need to work two jobs. <laughs> you know, in the world, I, I it just felt like such a normal thing. And yeah, I worked. So and I both live in Texas. RGZ Mac. Yeah. So it, I mean, I'm a, cost of living isn't high, but he lives in San Antonio, where it's 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 exponentially higher than where I live. But and then and then that and I wanted I wanted like I could maybe do with just one job, but then it would be like barely making it. Whereas you have that second job, and okay, I can buy my niece uh a Nintendo Switch game that she wants. I can kind of like, I guess, enjoy life and not just be like real burdened with money. You know, it helps a lot. Uh, That's that why we need job. to get you to a thousand. We yeah. get you to a thousand, so you get, you them get the super chat. Super chats. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, and if you donate, you get the. Oh yeah, you get that. Oh, the bell. <laughs> that one's going off right there. Damn. But uh. In Sacramento, you live off of twenty four hundred a month. Uh, that's in California. I mean, you get you get you probably get paid higher there than you would in Texas. Yeah, and it just it depends on seven twenty five. Yeah, it just depends on how your lifestyles are too and stuff. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I don't I don't live like an outlandish lifestyle, but I I have a house that my 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 sister and. My niece is living with me. I have a truck payment, you know, so like I have bills, uh, you know, I, I, I'm not saying I won't, I'm living this lavish lifestyles, uh, the rich of the famous, but it's like, you know, I wanted to invest in a house, uh, buy a truck and, you know, that's. Uh, Where do you with, live at Leland? Uh, I live in Georgia. Uh, in Georgia? Like, oh, okay. yeah, yeah. Like, uh, like Northern Georgia. Northern Georgia, yeah, yeah. Cost of living is like super low here as well. Uh, it just, uh, it's just, but seven twenty five. It's just with inflation. It's just how how is anyone going to live on that? Like, dude, especially yeah, if you live alone. It's still wait waiters and waitresses and they make two dollars an hour. That's crazy. Yeah, you live off tips. I mean, no, that's hey. crazy. That's why I'm trying to get that 30 million Spotify deal too. There you go. <laughs> so I could barely make it. <laughs> it's like a dozen of eggs is almost the equivalent of like an hour of work nowadays. Oh my God. I'm so pissed that the price of eggs went up. That really, like, you know, gas didn't even bug me when like the price of gas started going up because you're like, oh, okay, I, 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 we need gas, whatever, that's fine. Uh, but eggs like really bumming because I fucking love breakfast. Like I could eat breakfast uh, every meal of the day. And when they started raising the prices of that, I was like, what the fuck? And then they're like limiting how many you can buy. Uh, I don't know. It's it that that thought one got to me. That one really got to me. 
I remember when the um was it when the if there was that uh disease with pigs and everything and bacon went up super yeah. super high. I was just like so disappointed because it's like you get like a pound of bacon for like three dollars and then went up to like seven dollars. Man, like, uh, I, I guess I I'm not eating bacon from- anymore. Romaine did that. Romaine lettuce, you know, they got mm. that, they got that, that, yeah, whatever that was, and that went around for a real long time. And and this one restaurant I worked at when I was younger, it was it was a it was a bad problem for us. No, I remember that too years ago because I've had quite a few jobs in the minimum wage lifestyle <laughs> where where shit like that went down. But yeah, now I mean, you know. uh I guess like now I'm in a good spot other than uh, I need to figure out how to do that doctor thing, how I'm going to fucking go see my doctor. Uh, you know, I, I don't know. Like I'm feeling wife, better. Huh? My my wife does a, an online counseling and therapy. I mean, like a, through a, a, a telephone service or not a telephone service, like through an online service. Mm-hmm. And she was able to get uh, see a psychiatrist and get prescribed uh, some some form of anti anxiety pills. So I'm probably looking to that. I'll it, see. It's, it's I, called Teledoc. T e l e d o k. Oh yeah, I've I've used them once. Teledoc. Yeah, and they were all right, but they uh, they it's, couldn't. It's expensive. It's expensive if you don't have the right insurance. No, I actually had like pretty good insurance where it wasn't too expensive. But um, they couldn't do controlled substances for me, and that's I guess where I'm at. Where I need oh, like, you're, okay, you're 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 up on another level. Yeah, I need that hard stuff. <laughs> and so um, that's why my doctor he, he messaged me out of the blue like, hey, in May, you know, you have to meet in person, and um, I don't know. I'm hoping there's like a loophole around it or some way we can say like hey i've been with you for like five years doctor like do i really can i get grandfathered into this shit you know because uh i can't even make it to a, a corner store without kind of being scared let alone make a whole drive to austin we i, I wish i'd go to austin i miss going to austin all the concerts and stuff you know do you have a do you have a really good friend lorenzo that you you hang out with yeah, yeah, my my buddy uh, Retro Horror Inc. He, oh, okay. he that does, does he, all his uh, designs. He's real close. We're real close. He stays here with me. Does Does he have any of agoraphobia? Nah, nah. No. He's more. He's very OCD. He, he cleans everything, which is great for me because I'm a mess, and <laughs> he's here like cleaning up fucking everything. <laughs> it's it's would like he, the odd couple. Would Would he ever uh, be be up for driving you around town while you film while while, you, while y'all film each other? And, and you know the thing about me is, um, and and this is gonna sound whatever, but I cannot be the passenger of a car without being scared. Like the is fear, some kind of motion sickness, or just a fear. It's a fear. It, a fear. it that's where it started. Like, in the back seat. It's in, no, in the back seat. See, and it all started right because years ago I was fine. I could drive anywhere. I, I would go to Austin. Well, why I would, would go why, to? Why wouldn't you drive retro horror around? And see, like we can drive like down to the corner store, but no, you said you had you said you had a twenty mile limit, right? It, it it's only in one certain direction. <laughs> it's oh. not like it's not like a radius, you know. Like suddenly I start like uh like a oxygen tank, you know. 
Uh, have you been watching the? Yeah, my bubble ends at. Well, right now it's very small. It ends just kind of down the street at the Family Dollar. It used to end all the way at the Home Depot where I used to work. It's so shrunk. Yeah, so it shrunk recently when I um tried a uh, different anxiety medication, and then I tried the um what was it the Delta Eight. I tried like some the, of the it. The Delta Eight THC. Yeah, I tried the Delta THC to see if it would help me, and man, it fucked me up to where like it brought me down, back, like down hard, like it scared me. Yeah, I've tried the Delta Eight THC. I wasn't a fan of it. Yeah, it it scared me. I'm not a fan of it either. Yeah, and my buddy, you know, Retorink, he does all that stuff. And I was even trying like ketamine for a little while, and uh, it would just kind of like knock me out. It would just make me tired, but it didn't really help with the anxiety. And um, yeah, like now I know I'm feeling a little bit better now with the doctor giving me, you know, the clonazepam and the proxetine and all those like other ones but i need something i don't know how to tell a doctor i need something stronger without sounding like an addict you know <laughs> yeah yeah so I, it's i've never been in that mindset where i've had to i've never gone through the the the, the route of of substance like that probably like i've done drugs and stuff but never like for help yeah, no, I need, I need it. Like, and I, I, I talked to a therapist, you know, like I talked to her earlier and I was able to, you know, just, uh, you know, she knows I'm pretty self-aware. I'm not here thinking like, oh, I, I have to cope or this and that, but like, this has been how I've been for so many years and it just all kind of came crashing down, uh, to this point right here. Cause I never cared about my mental health. I only cared about working those two jobs and making money <laughs> to pay bills and shit, you know? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, well, yeah. What's up? Once you fix that, start fixing that mental health, it, uh, definitely start to feel a, like a better person. Cause I, I've been doing that. Like, uh, I'm on, uh, SSRIs and, and stuff like that. So it definitely, uh, definitely it's the, it, it, it makes it, it's better. I, I feel like anyways, like uh, my life doesn't suck as bad. Oh, yeah. I, I know there was a while where when I was at work, I was very I was working at, at the grocery store. I was super impatient and I would get like these these tantrums. And I remember I told my boss off like one time, like like real bad. And I was like, oh, shit, it was because like I was on like this other medication or something that just like lowered my patience but uh man i remember like telling my boss off like in front of everyone like fucking bad <laughs> and i was like man i don't know i don't know how i didn't get in trouble you know but i think it's because a lot of people were like well you were kind of right <laughs> when i told them the shit you know uh but i don't know we'll we'll see um i constantly like um go see the doctor you know and um see what's what he can do for me you know i know it's all pills though like i feel like i've tried this therapy where i try to drive myself a little further a little further and i don't know if it helps it, it doesn't feel like it helps it just makes it feels like 
it makes me feel like I get through it, but I don't actually get any uh, help help from it, you know? Yeah, yeah. But part of the podcast too was like I was on on my um my disability leave, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna start this podcast, and it's gonna be uh, about you know my life and you know random shit and just uh how i feel because i <laughs> feel like shit all the time and i don't know why people uh like i said like you you fans here have <laughs> attached to it so well <laughs> it makes me laugh oh, dude i love your podcast it's, it's my favorite i love You break it up, Leland. Okay. I can kind of hear you, Ian. You there, Leland? I can see you, Leland. Yeah, can you hear me? Uh, yeah, I can hear you. Oh, okay, it lagged for a second. I was saying I watched your... Um... Where you interviewed, I don't know if it's Cardiff for the first time, but it was like he had the Christmas uh, Santa beard. Yeah, 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 and everything. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, I was laughing so hard at that. It, I don't know. You guys are are so good together. You <laughs> definitely should do more. You you guys definitely do more together. I, I feel. Yeah, I I just like he's really taken me under his wing, Cardiff, and it's always made me like feel strange like because i'm like well i don't get their whole like the whole dabbler universe and all that like because i have no idea like of all those characters when i came into this and then you know uh like even interviewing mint salad i never knew her i just asked her hey can i interview you and suddenly it was like oh uh, who are these podcasts had you on uh you know making i guess making fun of the podcast and it was hilarious you know what, what they did like talk about me and uh yeah no it was just funny that, that's, and, how, that's, yeah, that, that's how yeah that's how i found you too is who are these podcasts yeah and i had no idea that podcast existed all i would listen to is maybe like wrestling podcasts and uh like one other podcast called hello dysfunction that's pretty much it i had no idea of this podcast it's just i don't know it's great and then adam thoreau i always uh say he's a great band because he like i guess he introduced me to them and yeah now like cardiff even hit me up earlier and we were on like a show for a little bit i don't know if you saw like these, so these uh, white white guys you ready to play are you really a mexican yeah <laughs> yeah it was so on. if someone said tiamo to you in mexico what would they mean tiamo yeah Man, is that like like my love? What is it? I can't remember what that this means. This means love you. Oh, I love you. I thought it said my love. <laughs> like like you're my love, the amor, my love. It's mi amor, I think. What's the is. legal age to drink an alcohol? Drink alcohol in Mexico. Can I guess is as it, well? Yeah, yeah, go ahead, Leland. Are you a real Mexican? Uh, I is will it see, 13? Uh, 14. No, no, no. You gotta be an adult at least. Eighteen. Oh, eighteen. 
Hmm. Originating in Mexico, this invention's first transmission happened in 1943. Radio? We repeat the question? Originating in Mexico, the invention's first transmission happened in 1943. Um, Color television. Really? Really? What's huh. the largest cat to be found in Mexico? <laughs> the the bobcat. Nope. Lorenzo, Leopard. you are the whitest Mexican <laughs> I have ever seen. You as I've well. Heard, I've heard that before. <laughs> the the jaguar? It is the jaguar. Is it the jaguar? Yes. J- jaguar. The smallest breed of dog? The Chihuahua? Chihuahua. <laughs> National animal of Mexico? Man. A different version of ours? Uh, so it's it's a, an eagle, isn't it? A golden eagle. <laughs> he like spray painted. I thought it was like an eagle holding a snake. Like I'm pretty sure that's on the flag. I think that I think that is part of it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like an eagle holding a snake, a dead snake. Mexico is home to the world's largest what? Cactus. I mean, maybe, but this is one of those ones. Exactly that. <laughs> this is Pyramid. The Great Pyramid of oh. uh, Kalula. Oh. Hmm. Or Tihutelectopalatin. I don't know if I said that right. Yeah. <laughs> How many states are in Mexico? 31. 14. 31? 31 states in Mexico. Jesus. So Mexico has states as well? Uh, that's what it says. I did not know that. Talking all this shit about our border. They got border <laughs> they got borders there too. They got borders. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I should have had the chat up. They were they were guessing along as well. <laughs> <laughs> Using an iPhone and an iPad. <laughs> they were guessing. They're just saying random. Yeah, like, yeah. Yes, Snell, enormous <laughs> prostates. Oh. Leopard, 13. Oh, well, that's how many likes are here. Well, I don't know, man. Uh, uh, did did Cardiff really give you any information and they going into who's right? Uh yeah. Oh, he gave me the answers. Oh, yeah. he gave you the answers? Yeah, yeah. That, Straight up. He, he, he was like, he's like, but well, don't make it obvious. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, I, and I was like, <laughs> no, I, okay. I the song one where you started singing, or like it was the movie. I can't remember what it was. It was probably it was probably a movie with uh Scarlet jo- or no uh, uh the singer. Is it Alicia Lady Keys? Gaga. Lady, Lady Gaga. Oh, yeah. Lady Gaga. Yeah. Well, it's like I tried to make it like I actually, you know, okay, I could I could guess these answers. I could make it seem like I'm guessing them. <laughs> but it got to a point, yeah, where it's just like, oh, come on. He's getting everyone right. Like, come on. That's bullshit, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I, I'm not going to lie to y'all. Yeah, you know, it, it was shit. Well, I mean, you were the highlight of the who's right 
of today's who's right because after y'all left he was uh doug was like i hate when i make people leave because then i'm just sitting here like i don't know what the fuck to do next (laughs) (laughs) no but but cardiff's cool he's he like i said it's a very strange universe because i don't know anything about howard stern like i didn't know any of these people or you know everything that like i'm being introduced to yeah this this dabble version all that i i have no idea of it so it's all like brand new to me um i i I went from from w-a-t-t to uncle rico that's like how i learned everything that's going on in this dabble verse yeah yeah i went i went i was at uncle rico i I, uh i was on let me see i had a couple from 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 the Dabbleverse, that's how I got inter- introduced to Perry. I've been real big into Perry Caravello lately, and I've been seeing that name too in him, and I have no idea. He's just a, he's just a goofy old man that screams and yells, and people people know his hat. He lives at seven seven two two Reseda Boulevard in in California. And, uh, <laughs> they constantly apart- send uh, apartment one packages and food. Send him McDonald's or anything like that. <laughs> he he really loves fish fillets and bowls from Wendy's. So. <laughs> he seems like a strange man. I, I was I know I was trying to get to interview uh, uh Bob Levy and um we were messaging today, but I had my therapy like right when he uh was was available and i was like oh, oh really? man you know yeah i was like crap like no i can't i have therapy and so like it, we couldn't uh get the times because i have questions written there to interview him with and just for fun for kicks and then uh tomorrow i have that topic time with harrison young i was so wondering I, if... I was gonna ask you if it, i couldn't remember if it was today or when yeah i thought it was yesterday or today and i was looking for it and i yeah. watched uh I didn't see it, so I watched Carl's topic time. <laughs> yeah, and I don't know how that's gonna go down, like, because I, I, I don't Carl, know. What's... Carl somehow had a copy of it, so you could probably after it airs, you could probably contact Harrison and grab it, get get a copy of it. Yeah. Or did I you did you'll... you did you record it as well? Which one? The the interview with him. It's we uh, we're gonna do it tomorrow. Oh, y'all haven't even done it. Yeah, we he doesn't done it live. Yet. Or uh, I have no idea. We'll see. He all he did, he texted me. He texted me on my phone number, like, hey, here's a promo. Uh that he's like, You have to put this promo. He's like, if you don't put this promo on your Facebook, I'm not gonna interview you. And you have to put it word for <laughs> word, like I typed it for you. And I look at it and it's just like a, oh hey, from Boston, da da da. And I'm like, this is fine. I don't care. This isn't going to make me look like a weird person. So I put it on my Facebook. And I, I never even really use my Facebook. And uh, all these people like it and shit. And he's like, oh, yeah, I can't wait to interview you. And um, he messaged me. So you have to be right in front of your computer at 3.45 p.m. sharp. And then I will text you with the instructions. Yeah, <laughs> he's, just so, he's just like you know, uh, and then you got to meet me in Mission Times Square, you know. Mission Impossible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like this is the way we're gonna do it. Uh, very professional, and I'm like, that's cool, man. Like, yes, sir. I'll I'll meet you there. We'll see what we can do. We'll make magic, I guess. You know. But I don't know how um 
it might be. And I don't know how long he takes to turn it around, like how many days it'll be before he airs it. Around. Oh, that is true. Yeah. So are you going to wear your red shirt? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm not changing. This is this is staying on me. I'm going to be buried. Carl, <laughs> Carl got nice and he got like a dress shirt on. It was, it was kind of funny. <laughs> that would be funny to me. I I need to buy a new shirt. I'm probably gonna go next with purple if I do uh, go like a different color, just because I like. Yeah, I tried to, I tried, to, I tried to find a red shirt, but all I had was purple, so I rocked the purple tonight. <laughs> Is that the same red shirt you wear every day, or do you have a pack of them? I have four red shirts of the exact same red shirt. They they each they're they're each variant different variants like it almost feels like you know in a video game when you're getting hurt and your character has like a little tear and then more of a tear like I have one shirt with a stain I have one shirt with a hole I have one shirt like with the <laughs> hole at the bottom so you can tell if you if you sub to, if you look at it you can tell that I'm wearing a different red shirt because they are like all variants they all are different. But they're the same brand, the same uh, that like moisture wick feeling, where you know it dries real quick. And uh, yeah, I just found like the shirt I love wearing, so I bought four or five of them. I probably lost one of them somewhere, so now I just down to four. I probably bought five for the week, you know. But I fluctuate it, it, with my weight so much. That's how they, basically all my clothes smell. Is some days they feel really great, and then you try to put them on the next day, and I've you know, a twelve pack. Then the day before didn't really help. <laughs> I want to go. Uh, I don't know why they're saying not or to stay red. I want to go purple because I like shredder. I love uh like purple. I was thinking of when we when my buddy Retro Ring made that uh. Krang drawing of me with Cardiff. Uh, I was like, man, I want kind of want to rock purple now because of Shredder. Because Shredder looks fucking badass in purple. <laughs> <laughs> like you see it, this motherfucker wearing purple, and you're scared of him. You know, he's like beating people up, but he's all proud of it. You know, with the purple. Yeah. Yeah. So I was just like thinking about it, and I don't know, but uh, I don't know. We'll see how the interview goes i'm gonna wear this same shirt i don't know i don't even know if i'm gonna shower because <laughs> i'll probably just get up and start making like uh i want to make you know more content for the week too just doing random shit on the patreon and all that are you doing any gaming yeah i still need to do a <laughs> power wash the, yeah, the end of that one level power washing yeah yeah and then i bought actually uh just yesterday but it doesn't get here till like another day a 4k capture card thing so i can play dead space nice uh, oh, nice yeah nice. yeah yeah because this xbox that i had here well it's all the dead space is only for x, x xbox x and s and i have the xbox x hooked up to the other tv over there had my old xbox right here by the computer and so i'll just like switch them out and uh play dead space uh for some videos and shit, you know? Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, no, I want to try to... any uh, gameplay from the remake. Yeah, I've been trying to, like, avoid it, even though they, they're saying it's pretty much the exact same thing, except for a few changes here and there, but I haven't even seen the changes, you know? Yeah. 
but yeah, like I, I do even if I just play the original, I'd want to like play something, you know. Mm-hmm. But it was fun just to do power wash and talk to everyone, and talk, you know, like power wash shit while talking to people is kind of just fun, you know. Yeah, definitely. I've I've uh, got my Steam Deck, so I, I'm playing Power Wash Simulator every now and then as well. And I have a Steam Deck too. I I had originally bought it for my niece, but it's just there now. So I need to. I can just plug in the Steam Deck. I I have a lot of games on there too. I could play a uh, like Detroit Becoming Human, you know, because I really loved Heavy Rain. Oh, uh, Detroit Becoming Human is so good, dude. It's like one of my I, favorite games. It's I was so good. Up, it, the okay. De- Detroit Becoming Human. Oh, I love that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I I remember like wanting to buy a PlayStation so bad just for that fucking game, because that's like I on on the PS3, the only game I've ever beaten is Heavy Rain. Like Heavy Rain was good. Yeah. Yeah, I love uh, Heavy play, Rain. Uh, was it Beyond Two Souls? It's the that, uh, I played and- Beyond Two Souls before I played uh, D- Detroit. I think I think Beyond got me into Detroit. Yeah, it's the, it's the same company. They're like yeah. it's all of them are really good. Yeah. No, I've been I really like uh, Heavy Rain, and then I wanted to do Detroit Becoming Human, but I hated that it was uh you know, and I even have like this PC I used here. It is a gaming PC, so I can play games. I just tell myself, you know, oh well, what am I gonna do, you know, and. I don't know. It, you know how it is. And then I'm here, like, trying not to fall off the face of the earth with my, uh, your whole anxiety and what's scaring you, da 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 do, you know? <laughs> so we'll, we'll see what I do, but we'll keep, uh, adding shit to, uh, what we do here, you know? We'll try to, I don't know. It, this, this was cool. Just like meeting up with, uh, you know, with y'all from the Patreon. Yeah. It's, it's a shame more, more people didn't show up. Yeah, I I just gonna one one day the world uh, no nah, I know uh <laughs> the one day world we'll be fighting will... to get into this lobby. Oh yeah, and I can uh yeah. have up to ten people. I wasn't gonna miss this, even though I'm being sick. I was like, I've been looking forward to this to hang out with the little oh, yeah. though. And it's cool, like you know, I know we talked about some deep shit, but you know, it's nice to just know that like you know, you're you're not alone with all this shit, you know, like they're everyone... yeah, that's what i love about your podcast it's just like i don't know it's like like i just, i told my wife it's like listening and hanging out with like a friend you know yeah i just want you to know like everybody and i don't want to sound like down but it's like everybody's suffering you know what i mean like we're all suffering together so you can't feel so like alone you know yeah normally what i've been doing with your podcast i'll wait i'll wait like uh five days so i'll wait from monday to friday or from, from on for every Friday basically, and then I'll just catch up on those episodes in between uh, my shift at work, so I can just chill out and not have to do anything. Yeah, that's what I've noticed with a lot of like uh, on the uh, amounts. Like during the week, it'll be small, and then or no, like maybe the weekend it'll be small, and then in the week it'll be like higher, just because I feel like everybody banks them. Yeah, because you yeah. know, with the 10, 12 minute episodes, you can listen to like four or five of them on one trip and you're like oh yeah, shit I'll be, you know on, I mean? I'll be sitting on my forklift just listening just whatever yeah and then i've been slowly putting uh these lives like this on the podcast uh thing as well too just you know to give it more uh 
stuff to listen to. So it's it's pretty cool, you know, just having different variations of things to, I don't know, just talk about or just be about, you know, because yeah. why not? <laughs> but um, yeah, I've I, been going. Uh, I've been I started from the beginning. Uh, that's what I've been doing. Like your first. Uh, I've been just boosting through your uh, earlier episodes. Yeah, and I feel like I'm I'm not proud of the first two, but after that I'm I'm like very uh like okay these these start I feel like I get my stride after the first two episodes because I really didn't yeah, know I, <laughs> I felt that like after your I I was gonna say after like the the fifth or sixth I felt like you just definitely hit your stride like that's you knew what you were gonna do and that's what you stuck to and I, that's yeah. what I like yeah because I know there was a time where I wanted to do like a show about uh deals and discounts because i love buying shit like on bed bath and beyond <laughs> and, and i want to do like deals and shit and i was like no nah, this isn't gonna work let me just tell my fucked up stories <laughs> <laughs> about and uh everyone seems to love you know and i'll tell y'all um that crow story like i swear everybody loves it where they're like Oh man, you gotta tell the crow story where you know you beat the you beat the shit out of that crow or whatever. And uh, I was telling my buddy uh, the Retro Horror Inc. We're gonna make a shirt that's like an old school wrestling uh, promo or program, but have like me versus the crow. And then nice. it's like it's <laughs> built you should, up. You should have like the crow, like the movie, the movie guy, the crow. <laughs> I was thinking like different things like that, or even do you know um. In between rounds of um, Punch Out, it would have like me on one side and then the crow on the other side, you know, like uh, like I'm about to fight him or something. But yeah, I, I know with my buddy who does all my art for everything, he's like down to do anything. So he's just uh, he's he's down. I know right now he's even tattooing this chick uh, in the we have like a shed in the backyard. And he's like tattooing her right now with probably getting some pussy too. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, that's cool, man. Just uh, you know, be careful if you you know how women are. <laughs> there's I was like, I know my because of my mom, they're they're snakes. Can't trust you can't trust your own mother. Who can you trust? That's what I say. But um no. Uh, I, I think it's been a good uh, good live. I want to thank y'all for coming by, man. Like, yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah, no, it was getting late. So, hey, yeah. thanks for having me, dude. No, nice to meet you, Ian. Yeah, hey, nice to meet you too, Leland. Sorry, yes. we, were, we were just focused on talking with Lorenzo. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's great. It's great to just you know have an intimate conversation. You know, it was cool and yeah, like started out dark, pretty pretty much stayed dark, but. I mean, most of these like uh, times I do where I talk about my therapy or this and that, they kind of go like that route where it's like, oh, you know, uh, yeah, we all have problems. We deal with them our own ways and, you know, we get stronger from them. You know, hopefully we do. And sometimes just holding on is good enough. You know what I mean? Like to tomorrow, you know. Sometimes, yeah. sometimes that's all we can do is be like, "Hey, at least tomorrow's there. We'll try again tomorrow, and then we'll try again tomorrow." But um, yeah, no, thank, thank y'all for being here today. 
I uh, really appreciate it. I appreciate all y'all's support. Like, you know, even the people in the chat, all y'all, like, you, it's 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 crazy to me. I I I can't um, fathom it. You know, like all of the support <laughs> that I get from y'all, it, it doesn't it doesn't compute with me because I'm just some like guy uh, talking shit to myself for you know so many minutes a day. So. Well, we're all guys I, talking shit just about something. <laughs> you definitely deserve it, man. I no, I, you definitely no. deserve everything you, everything you get. You deserve. Oh no, I, I, uh, I think that sounds like something my mom would say right when she's sticking her dagger into my heart. <laughs> you, she, you get everything you deserve. And then... <laughs> but no, I want to thank y'all for coming, man. Thanks for being Patreon subscribers and all that. And um, we'll we'll keep you know keep this machine going, man. Like uh, we'll see where it goes. Uh, I thank everyone in the chat. Thank y'all for stopping by, and uh, definitely you'll see me probably tomorrow do some gaming. Uh, keep an eye out for that Harrison topic time. I'm sure I'll let everyone know when it's about to release or go down, and I'll keep trying to just get random interviews of people you know like i i I don't care whose show i go on or who i have on the show we just i just want to like have fun you know yeah so yeah so it's just about having fun to me and making some good content but uh yeah man thank thank y'all for being here so much and um i'll definitely uh have another one of these later on down the road but thank you i thank you guys thank you leland be safe, guys. Thank you all for being here. I appreciate all the support. And y'all take care. What does uh, Cardiff say? Good gear or whatever? But no, um, thank y'all for um, being here. I'm sorry I didn't really read the chats. I was, um, you know, just having uh, conversations with uh, Ian and Leland, but Thank you all for being here. Uh, appreciate your fan being fans, and um, we'll definitely do some uh, stuff again tomorrow. Yeah, bye.